0: and welcome back to another lesson. So in this lesson, we're going to be talking about changing your environment and how that can change your life. Changing your environment is the easiest and most effective way that you can see big results fast. So I'm gonna show you how to identify your current environment So in the next lesson, you can create a strategy to successfully change that. When you change your environment, you use human motivation and you change the triggers to help you successfully create a new habit. So your environment is really anywhere that you are, but your core environment is where you spend most of your time. So this is probably going to be a combination of your home or your workspace and probably both. So for me, as someone who works from home, my core environment is there. But when I worked in a cafe, my core environment was my home and it was also that workspace. So everyone has a different life. So it's really important that you take responsibility for the environment that you have Not the environment that you wish you had. It's irrelevant to you and your success whether Susie over there has got no kids and works from home and has her groceries delivered. That, wishing that you had her environment is not gonna help you make changes. You can either waste your time wishing that your environment was better or you can change it to make it better. So choose to take that radical responsibility for what you want. You want it more than anyone else. You will change most quickly and most effectively when your environment changes first so i've already talked about but listen carefully again for something to become a habit you have to do it again and again and again and again until it is no longer something that you think about it it's now on autopilot But if you don't do this again and again, because you've lost motivation, it can never become a habit. Remember that it takes about 90 days to form a new habit. So the key to changing your environment is setting up everything around you to make it easier to keep doing the thing that you want to become a habit, and harder to stop doing it. So easier on one side to keep doing it, making life harder on the other side to stop the thing that you don't want to do. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you drink wine every night when your kids are in bed to help feel relaxed. You think that this is stopping your progress and you want to be able to stop drinking wine at home. So what's the setup here? You've got the triggers, which is that the kids go to bed, you sit down on the couch, you drink a glass of wine, and then the action for that is you feel relaxed. So the action is that you drink the wine and then you feel relaxed. So even that feeling now of relaxation is so tied to the triggers that it's going to be very hard to break this habit. So do you remember the dopamine hit? Even just thinking about that coming reward which is the wine that you can have when the kids are in bed is releasing dopamine and then when you go and complete that action drinking the wine, you're releasing more dopamine. So you've got this perfect storm of dopamine and triggers that are associated with habits and then motivation to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So it's very, very hard to stop this habit. And you've also got either low level addiction or higher level addiction, depending on your situation. So what would an environmental change look like in this situation? It could look like stopping buying wine, and instead having some really nice herbal teas or maybe some sparkling water with lime that you could have in place of that. That's changing the environment for the situation. So in this situation, you still want the wine. But it's just much, much harder for you to now complete this action because it would require that you went to the liquor store and you went and bought it and that's going to have um, significant effort for you to go and complete it. So you've made it harder for yourself to follow through. And now because you also have this new option set up where you've got the herbal tea to try or another drink to replace it, you're also more likely to replace it because you've got an alternative set up. So I want you to think about every action as the result of so many little sequence of events that eventually lead to this action happening. And that could be weeks back from where you are now. So what you want to do is disrupt this line of events and triggers that lead to the action in as many places as possible. What this looks like. So bought wine, puts the kids into bed, gets the wine out of the cupboard, gets the wine glasses out pours a glass of wine, pours Harvey a glass of wine, sits down on the couch, feels relaxed when they're drinking the wine. So there's all these little triggers here. There's all these little actions that lead up to the event. So one way to disrupt this would be just don't buy the wine. But the issue with that is that might be an ingrained habit as well. You might automatically, when you go to the supermarket, just go down the wine aisle and buy it. So a massive disruption to this habit could be that you get your husband to shop for you, or you do your shopping online. I mean, we have that service here in New Zealand, it's really easy, it's really, really cheap, but you could get, that you could set up some kind of disruption like that so that you're not even setting up the trigger, which is going to the supermarket and buying the wine. You can disrupt this somewhere. So maybe part of this disruption is getting rid of wine glasses. You don't think about it as often because you're not looking at them. It's harder to have a nice glass of wine if you don't have those glasses there. It's all this disruption. Think about all the disruption you can make in the environment to change the triggers and change the outcome. And I mean, maybe part of it is just having a discussion with your partner or your husband and saying, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. So then that whole scenario where you guys are in this together is disrupted because you've you've changed the environment, you've changed it by having a discussion about what you want and why. So you have to break up the sequence and disrupt all of these triggers and that's how people change, especially with very ingrained habits and addictions. So in the last lesson, we talked about small change and tiny habits. So this is really effective for creating new habits, but it is nowhere near as effective for stopping habits as changing your environment is. Guys, the other thing to remember is that the power of processed food and the dopamine hit is so strong that getting them out of your environment is the most effective thing that you can do for disrupting that habit and if you choose not to remove processed food from your environment you are making success much less likely i'm not saying it can't happen but you are making life very hard for yourself so before you change your environment you need to figure out what your environment is and some of this is physical like going to work uh, every day or like living on your own and some of this is more circumstantial like being time poor or being on a strict budget So when you know what your environment is, it's much easier to be able to know how to modify it. You have to name it to tame it. So to give you an example, this is my environment. I work from home. My husband and I are both vegan. We share the cooking responsibilities, but we're on the same page about the kind of foods that we want to eat, and we're cooking for our entire family. I am very, very time poor, but we don't have a super strict budget. I'm mainly the one that is in charge of the kind of foods that come into our house. And even when I'm not, because we're on the same page, most of the time the the food in our environment is things that that I think is conducive to uh, staying on plan. So to recap, if you can change your environment, you can change the triggers and you can create a new habit. You have to disrupt the sequence of events somewhere, and the more places you can do this, the more likely you are going to be to follow through. Processed foods are highly addictive, so getting them out of your environment is the best way to set yourself up to form a new habit. To change your environment, you have to identify what it is. So that's where your action step comes in. We have got a worksheet for you to work through. So today, go and get that worksheet, download it and complete it before you move on to the next exercise. Once you've completed this worksheet, go on to the next lesson and we are gonna be looking at how to set up your environment for success.